0: right here on ESPN 1520.
1: You are listening to the official voice of the UB Bulls, 50,000-watt ESPN 1520, WWKB Buffalo. Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's 803-1520.
2: All right, here we go. Think again. Think again. Welcome to our Top of the Discussion program sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York, Still Fighting the War on Poverty, now in our 53rd year. Each week, we talk to you about issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and the Western New York community, and in fact, connecting to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President and CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN, 1520 AM, on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. Now, today's program is live, so you can call and you can join our discussion, hope that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. And of course, if you have some difficulty, anytime we have a little weather, sometimes we have some some problems with the phone, so you may have to dial back in if you're not able to get in on 803-1520 you can call 803-0321 803-0323 or 803-0324 again uh, if you can't get in on 803-1520 just call back and dial 803-0321 803-0323 or 803-0324 i want to talk uh initially about what i'm going to refer to as the tariff trap you all heard of the parent trap This is Donald Trump's tariff trap. We want to talk a little bit about that. I want to take a look at the uh, first quarter receipts, uh, tax receipts. This is prior to the uh, uh, launch of the um, uh, Trump tax bill, so-called reform, uh, tax reform, because that bill wasn't passed until December, so it would it would only affect uh, the second quarter. That's just so you remember. Uh, for the federal fiscal year, the first quarter is actually October one of two thousand seventeen to December thirty one of two thousand seventeen, because the Fed's fiscal year is October one uh, of a year to September thirtieth of the following year. And so, uh, Trump. I mean, somebody needs to help me on this quick point as I get into into this. Just help me on this. Trump removed sanctions against. Chinese uh, uh, Operation ZTE, halting a threat, uh, according to them, to 75,000 Chinese jobs. Well, okay, great for that. But Trump is (laughs) issuing sanctions against uh, our number one trading partner, our most reliable ally in any conflict, uh, Canada, possibly helping uh, stabilize employment for 140,000 American steel, steel worker jobs, but at the same time threatening the jobs of six point five million American production worker jobs. Uh, People who work in companies uh, that use aluminum and steel to make their products. Uh, I'm going to take my beginning thoughts from an article written by Kelly Diamond called Trump's tariffs. The sequel. This uh, article appeared in Global Wealth magazine uh, in late March of this year. Uh taking a look at a, a company, just as an example of uh, how the Trump uh, tariff uh, uh, initiative plays out in the real world, uh, here's a company called the American uh, Keg Company. They make beer kegs uh, located in Pennsylvania. They manufacture in the United States. They employ U.S. citizens. They source all of their steel uh, in the United States. They basically uh, uh, take a lower uh, profit margin in their pricing of their products so that they can compete with German and Chinese uh, counterparts because their price point uh, is about $20 lower per keg than the American price point. So the Americans, this, this American company has to lower its prices in order to compete with its primary competitors in Germany Germany, and in China. Uh excuse me, German and Chinese uh, keg makers found ways to cut their production through a combination of lower cost of labor and lower cost of resources. The American uh, 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 company, uh, the American keg company, pays more for labor and pays more for now for uh, uh, f- for steel resources or both. Uh, if the tariffs go, and I'll, I'll explain what I mean about uh, American companies now having to pay more for steel. Uh, If the tariffs go according to plan, the American company should come out ahead. But here's what actually happens. The tariffs punish American steel workers by giving the American metal industry the opportunity to raise prices while still undercutting foreign steel. What do I mean by that? Let's just take a a, a dollar as uh, the price of a keg of uh, a a steel keg uh, uh, for, for, for beer, whatever the kegs are used for. If the price of that dollar uh, also in, includes a $20 difference between uh, American-produced uh, kegs and uh, Chinese and German-produced uh, uh, kegs, if you increase the price of the Chinese and uh, German-produced kegs to uh, $1.25 beca- $1. because you add a 25% uh, tariff on the price of that $1 keg, then the American company is going to be able to sell at $1.20 and still be competitive. And what actually has happened is the American companies anticipating that the Trump administration was going to effect these these tariffs has already uh, increased uh, prices of uh, American rolled steel uh, in some cases by as much as 35%. That 35% is then passed on uh, to the people that use the steel to produce whatever their products are. So American keg company uses steel. They're not a steel importer themselves. They, they don't make, manufacture steel themselves or mine steel themselves or, or smelt steel, however steel gets uh, 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 made. They, they acquire rolled steel and turn the rolled, rolled steel into uh, kegs, and that's how they make their business. So if the price of the steel goes up, Than the price that uh, American Keg Company has to uh, pay in order to get the raw material to make their kegs, that price goes up. And so that's the the problem that has been created. And, of course, there are many more uh, people who are involved in uh, 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 steel production or uh, uh, production activities in which steel and aluminum are used to make products. There are many more people who are involved on that end of the economy as there are people, uh, as opposed to people who are actually involved in uh, mining steel or mining iron uh, to, to produce steel. Uh, let me just see if I can make this make uh, a little bit more sense. According to the 2015 census uh, data, steel mills employed about 140,000 Americans and added about 36 billion to the economy uh, in that year of 2015 but steel-consuming industries employed more than 6.5 million Americans and added $1 trillion to the economy. In other words, for every steel-producing job in the country that might benefit from Trump's proposed uh, tariffs, 46 steel-consuming jobs are put at risk. This is the, what is going on here. And just to, so you understand how crass this is, right and just show you how how crass this is trump is appealing to those states that uh, are steel producing states they they mine iron and turn iron into uh, steel into rolled steel so those are states like ohio uh, west virginia pennsylvania you know, states like that and trump to to to, to in in my view uh, to pander to them and get their votes and the votes of the citizens and families that are dependent upon uh, uh, that piece of the economy, he is sacrificing the piece of the economy where people are using steel to make other products. Right, right. <laughs> uh, uh, Matt refers to him as panderer in chief, and and that is exactly the the case. Why does he do it this way? Because if you're the company that manufactures something that uses steel and you need the steel to manufacture your product, more than likely uh, what you do in relation to an, an individual household, they may not feel that. The household may not feel more than a 1% or 2% increase uh, in the cost of uh, buying goods uh, that are experiencing this increase in the cost of, of, uh, of rolled steel. Whereas the uh, steel industry... They of course they get a larger share of the market. Instead of getting, you know, sixty uh, percent uh, uh, of the market, they get seventy percent of the market as a result of, of these tariffs. They benefit immediately, and they have increased their prices so that they've increased their profit margins uh, by at least the amount of the tariff increase that Trump has has placed upon uh, uh, foreign foreign sources of steel. And so the net result is, Trump is picking winners and, and losers. A small set of winners in critical states that vote for him. He is sacrificing the interest of the other forty-six or forty-seven states in this country that are not going to benefit uh, f- uh, from this, th- this this tariff initiative. He's sacrificing their interest because he thinks they'll feel it less. They won't. They won't immediately feel it. Whereas the Uh, people that benefit from uh, the uh, uh, tariffs uh, increasing the market share of American steel producers, they will benefit, uh, at least the companies will benefit uh, immediately. And so we see this same situation taking place in housing. According to a a policy uh, brief released by the Trade Partnership, a uh, Washington-based pro-trade think tank, Trump's tariffs will wipe out about 179,000 jobs, including an estimated 28,000 jobs in the construction industry, mainly because the construction industry's uh, main piece of business is building uh, multiple story buildings. That's where they have the highest efficiency of production and cost. But if you don't have uh, affordable steel, then you're not gonna be as inclined to build multi-story buildings. And if you're not building multi-story buildings, you don't need as many workers, and so you're laying off workers. And that's why uh, there is the projection that we're gonna see significant erosion in construction jobs as a consequence of this tariff. And I realize that, you know, there are people who are who, who are going to feel like, oh, no, you know, these foreign producers, they've been robbing, you know, America and, and stealing uh, America's economy and so on. I, I, I get all of what people are saying. I would hope that people would make some attempt to actually research the issue. And what you will find is that uh, NAFTA is not the reason for offshoring the lower wages in other countries. And the uh, 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 changes in the, in the tax law effected by right, effected by Republican administrations, like the investment tax credit, the uh, first first year cost recovery, the uh, American uh, 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 Cost uh, 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 Recovery Act, the Acres Act, uh, and so on. Those are the reasons why companies were able to afford. Uh, they, they became more liquid as a result of these tax acts, and they use that liquidity to be able to to finance moving their companies overseas where they could produce the same kinds of goods they were producing in America. They could produce in other countries at a much, much lower labor cost and, therefore, uh, a much higher profitability. They transfer our jobs to other countries and then sell us the products from the, from those countries back to the United States, and we're supposed to buy those uh, products with fewer people working. That's really what the issue is. And I know it's hard for people to understand that. It sounds real sexy the way that Trump, you know, says it, it sounds very, very simple, but it's not that simple. And and we need to get our arms uh, around that. Let's take a quick look at what's going on in taxes. Uh, what we found, we look at the first quarter of, of, of taxes. Uh, well, just in terms of income taxes, the <coughs> excuse me, the average worker in the United States has seen about one hundred thirty one dollars uh, per month in increased uh, take home pay as a result of the tax act that took effect January one of this year. So I'm sure that a lot of people are going to feel uh, very good about that. And I. I have no problem with that. People feeling good about that. Here's what I need for people to understand. The consequence of that is when we get to this time next year, we'll be recognizing how much less revenue has come into the federal government. Because less revenue comes into the federal government, you're not going to be able to afford to do things that the federal government exists to do, like uh, inspecting your food supplies, inspecting uh, water supplies, inspecting roads, inspecting bridges, making sure that infrastructure uh, is intact and is not falling apart, uh, ensuring that there is medical support for people uh, across the country, uh, ensuring that, that, that Social Security uh, uh, remains intact. A whole m- a menagerie of things that are funded uh, by the federal government as that money that goes into the federal government is re- is reduced you're going to see a great deal of uh, a controversy uh, late this year and early next year over expenditures, even though the problem with the expenditures was created by this government. Uh, so I'm sorry, I've gotten a little bit uh, too long in trying to explain these. I'll get to the rest of the stuff as we go along in the program. But let me grab Tony first, then we'll grab Rambo. Jim, if you guys hang on, we'll uh, talk in a second. Let me get Tony first. Tony, how are you doing out there in Clarence? I'm mad as hell. And can't take and it I anymore, can't right? take it anymore. <laughs> this, I know. I know that slogan. <laughs> this,
3: this president just concluded a press conference in which he showed that he's an idiot. And mm. I mean, I didn't say that. By name John Harwood, who is a very good reporter, works on a, a different CNBC or one of those CNN.
2: C- CNBC. That
3: the president right. is acted like an idiot today.
2: What did he say today? I I may have missed that. Oh,
3: yeah. Well, you weren't able to hear it. He, first of all, said that the relationship between the uh, European Union and him is 10 out of 10. (laughs) 10 out of 10.
2: That means 10 out of 10 can't stand him. Is that what they meant? (laughs)
3: Right. And get this. He blamed Obama, of course, for the Russian annexation of Crimea.
2: Oh. so He also
3: blamed him for the bad treaties we have mm-hmm. which by the way obama didn't make all these treaties right past presidents did yep. this man is sick he should not be going to singapore to negotiate because i'll tell you he is not even aware he has not even read his briefings and that's dangerous going into a discussion.
4: he said he with was a, he, he,
2: he said he had been preparing his entire life you know for know. this for this sign. oh
3: Oh yeah! Ever since he was a little child, right. and, and and by the way, his real name is Grumpf. <laughs> his father's name was that. They right. changed it legally in a court. Right. Yeah. He he's the same. He's the same guy that I told you about. That said that somebody is uh, is the uh, nephew said something bad about his father, and he wanted to cut off the insurance for a sick child. Yep. Remember, I told you yep. that a year yep. ago. Yep. Well, get, they, get this, he's, he is a, this guy Trump is a magician. He diverts attention from one thing, so another goes unnoticed. And what's going unnoticed is the fact that he's, he, he, imagine this, how can a president tell the Justice Department what to do? We have never had a president in the long history of our nation who has not separated themselves from the Justice Department. Of the Affordable Care Act is being threatened by this Justice Department, Mm -hmm. which is encouraging states to challenge the key provision of pre-existing conditions.
2: And and, and they're doing the the, the macro issue is this uh, Justice Department is responsible for enforcing whatever laws are on the books. They don't get to decide whether they like the, the laws or not. Even if they disagree with the law, if it's on the books, they're responsible for enforcing it. It's somebody else's job to go to court to challenge uh, uh, the existence of a law. And yet that's not what's going on. Jeff Sessions basically took the position that there was no reasonable argument uh, to support the continuing of the Affordable uh, uh, Care Act. And therefore, he was not going to enforce that law and is actually siding with people trying to undermine the law.
3: And what is even more important is there are 400,000 people who can lose their coverage under this kind of attack. Yep. 400,000. Yep. And this is a fact. See, the whole thing, what, like I said, he's a magician, is you show people something up there and you do under, underground, you do something else. And you by the time the people find out about it, it's too late. Mm-hmm. Things are already moving. Now, get this. He's not studying his briefings. Who was the last president, Al Nathan, who decided that they weren't going to, while they were on their farm, were not going to read their briefing in August of 2001?
2: It had to be George Bush.
3: Yeah, George W. Bush.
2: The second George Bush. W. Right,
3: and what did that occur? What occurred
2: shortly a month later? We just had two airplanes crashed into two buildings in New York City, and one tried to fly, one hit hit the the Pentagon, another was trying to fly into the Capitol and got uh, down by the passengers.
3: If you don't believe me, take a look and Google it. August seventeenth, two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. He's doing his brush cleaning on his farm when they're trying to brief him about so uh, about the, the 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 attacks that were imminent. Right. And he refused. And he refused to read it. Yep. The same thing that this guy's doing going to North Korea. And by the way, did you notice how he snubbed the the G seven meeting or G six? The Canadians are in an uproar he came an hour late yep. on purpose and he and this morning the Canadians report that he was 15 minutes late for the breakfast and he did it on purpose yep the, the man there there is really more than just narcissism going on with this man I believe he's mentally sick
2: well but he's, he's fallen in just, love he's fallen in love with Vladimir Putin
3: Oh, why not? (laughs) I think that the next thing uh, that Trump will do is go on a bear. He'll probably wrestle a bear. It's like he did when he wrestled Vince McMahon, remember?
2: Exactly. Exactly.
3: And he'll be, he'll be, he'll he'll show his muscular form or physique. Uh, These things, think about it. You're a pig farmer. You're a pig farmer in Iowa. Yeah. And you, you you, exported your pigs to Mexico and Canada and your pig products, and now all of a sudden the tariff's going to be, and there's going to be a reciprocal a tariff placed on your yeah. pigs and yeah. your stuff.
2: Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Tony, yeah, I got a i got to run. i got to get my my next break in. Thanks, Tony. Yes, thank you. All right, appreciate it. Let's take our first break, and then we're going to get Rambo on. Then we'll get Jerry and Wes Seneca. If you all stick with us, we will send us out of the break here at Think Again. Think Again.
5: Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program. Restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time.
1: Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you or someone you know is addicted to drugs or alcohol, please call this number right now. 800-213-0050. That's 800-213-0050. By calling the True Sobriety Hotline, you're taking the first steps to your recovery. Advisors are ready to match you with a proven treatment center that could help you end your drug or alcohol addiction once and for all. Don't waste any more time with drugs or alcohol. Let the True Sobriety Hotline help you break your addiction to drugs and alcohol before it's too late. 800-213-0050. 50 That's 800-213-0050. This call is completely confidential. And if you have private insurance, there could be little to no cost to you. Even if you've already been to treatment, give them a call. There's no need to let drugs and alcohol ruin your life. Take the first step now. Call the True Sobriety Hotline at 800-213-0050. That's 800-213-0050. 800-213-0050. These statements are not medical advice. True Sobriety Hotline is a third-party network of treatment centers and placement services. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN 1520.
4: To the room listen baby everybody
2: sometimes people play the fool all day every day that's that's what they do <laughs> all right. uh just real quickly before I grab uh, a Rambo Jim I just want to hit you with something uh the first full quarter uh Uh, finance-wise, that was governed by a Donald Trump budget was the quarter that began October 1 of 2017 to December 31 of 2017. That was the first quarter of the current uh, federal fiscal year. And interestingly enough, the deficit for that quarter was $228 billion uh, on pace to a $912 billion deficit for uh, this year. Probably going to be worse than that once the effects of this tax bill uh, goes through. I want you to recall that at the last quarter of the Obama administration, we had a deficit that was less than $500 billion. So already the Trump administration is almost twice the deficit of the last year of the Obama administration, yet you're hearing nothing in the press about it. Nobody's is hammering away on this issue, which was an everyday trope uh, under uh by the press under the obama administration uh, re- re- republican deficits i guess aren't deficits it's just you didn't get as much money as you thought you were going to get for that that period but it's not really a deficit so let me grab rambo jim real quick and rambo i gotta ask you a uh a, a quick question not just about the fact that uh melania that, that trump didn't know melania uh, trump's name um Because, you know, if if my wife's name was Melania and I called her Melanie, it'd be close enough. I had the two first uh, uh, syllables, you know, nailed down. Uh, But uh, just focusing on, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Matt, the, uh, uh, right, uh, on the issue of the self-pardons. I'd like to get your thoughts, Jim, about what you feel about the idea of self-pardons. Would it be, would it have been right for Bill Clinton, for example, to have pardoned himself, or for uh, uh, President um, uh, Richard Nixon to have pardoned himself. Does that make sense to you?
6: Well, first of all, Nathan, there's only one Trump. You can't compare other presidents to this guy. He's in a class by himself right now.
2: Well, what does that have to do with the legal authority to pardon yourself or not? That would, well, that would. he
6: hasn't done that yet, has he?
2: He has said that he has the right to do that. He said he hasn't done it yet, claiming that he's innocent. Uh, therefore he doesn't have to pardon himself, but he's pardoning a whole bunch of other people that were guilty uh, and uh, people guilty of doing the very same things that Trump is being investigated for right now. Uh, My point is that he's saying out of his mouth, not me saying, it's not my analysis, I'm just repeating to you what he said. He says that he has the right, A, to pardon himself, and B, he says... That he is the one who rules over the Justice Department, and the Justice Department exists to do what he says, not to act as its own independent uh, agency. When every Justice Department since the 1960s has been an independent entity, even though it's appointed by the president, it has been an independent entity in order to ensure you would not have conflict of interest, and you would have a uh, uh, fair and equal uh, uh, administration of the law.
6: But see, Nathan, like, give me an example. I can say to you, Nathan, I have a right to manufacture chocolate ice cream without a license. There is really no issue until I actually manufacture the chocolate ice cream That's without true. the
2: license. There's no, there's there's no, no issue to, to act on. Until there's,
6: I actually do it.
2: There's no so issue to act it, on.
6: It, we, there's really no issue. But I want to tell you something. Nathan, we are having, me and my uh, people in this neighborhood, we're having so much fun talking about President Trump. He said the Canadians burned out the White House. This guy, he just makes up his own stuff. He's funny. I love this guy.
2: You, you love him?
6: Yeah. Nathan, he's, he, we've, he gets in people's heads. They were, I, this one guy was telling me yesterday, you know, he said Bourdain killed himself but he was a hardcore Trump hater. President Trump gets in people's heads. He stays in your head. He says outrageous things to get you running around in a circle, chasing your own tail, and then he's laughing at you.
2: you So as far as you're concerned, that's that's governing? Just because he's talking craziness off the top of his head, that's governing? The fact that we have a trading partner who has been our best friend of all, even a better friend than England. Canada has been a better friend to the United States than England has been. Canada's economy is intimately tied to international trade. It's a 30 million person country, even though it's a huge uh, landmass. it's only 30 million people. If there's only 30 million people in that country, they live off of trade. And A, lying about the trade relationship between the United States and Canada. The United States and Canada have almost an even uh, uh, balance of uh, imports and exports between the two countries. And B, attacking a fundamental part of Canada's economy on the basis of a a, a plethora of lies. Uh, it, it, that's not the way you treat your friends. And why would you want a president who doesn't care about maintaining relationships with the people who are the best friends that the country has ever had? Why would you think that that's okay?
6: Because, Nathan, Nathan this guy, he's got the whole world off balance, and nobody's going to fool with us. I'll give you an example. He talks all this nice stuff about Putin. But then two Russian bombers decided they'd probe our defenses, they got about a mile or so inside our airspace, and there were American United States Air Force planes chasing them away. He talks nice. Uh, I like Putin. I'm inviting Putin to the White House. But he
4: is he, doing, <laughs> Jim, doing...
2: Jim, you do this all the time. I ask you a question about one thing, and then you go off on this, this tangent about something that's unrelated. I'm talking about the fact that this president is mounting one initiative after another that attacks Americans and attacks America's best friends and supports people who are America's naked enemies. Why are we trying to invite Vladimir Putin and Russia into the G8 uh, 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 conference that we kicked them out of because of their rogue behavior? Why are we doing that? at the same time, we're punishing uh, people in Europe who are trade partners uh, with the United States and have been our trade partners for decades, for centuries. Why are we attacking our friends and kissing up and hugging our enemies? What is that all about?
6: Nathan, Nathan, remember what what the Godfather said, hold your friends close and your enemies close. That
2: has nothing to do with what we're talking what about. Doing. That he has nothing exactly to do with what we're talking what about.
6: He knows exactly what he's doing.
2: If he knows exactly what he's doing, it, which I think he does, you should be very concerned about that, because what he's doing is inimical to the interests of the United States, to our yeah, people.
6: See, like, Nathan, he's, see what he's do- like I told you when he said the Canadians burned down the White House, he knew when he said that he
2: would get you guys all charged off. No, no, he knew, he knew that he was so dumb, he didn't know that there was no Canada uh, to burn down the United States. The, the 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 war he's talking about was a war between the United States and England, where it was British sources who were based in Canada who attacked uh, 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 the white. In fact, the ones who attacked uh, uh, the White House were not even based in Canada. They were basically a uh, 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 naval forces, you know, that, that that came here by boat. So this is just a dumb man saying dumb things. But he's pandering to people who are willing to accept dumb stuff being said by him because it plays to their nativist, you know, supremacist uh, orientation. That's what this is all about. Jim, I gotta run. I gotta I gotta get uh Jerry on, then I wanna get John on from uh from Lockport. But please call back. Uh let me grab Jerry and West Seneca real quick. Jerry, how you doing out there? Hi Nathan, I'm doing good. How you doing? Hi, I hope I didn't sound too ugly when I <laughs> I didn't mean to sound ugly when I was speaking just, just then. It just, you know, it just seems to me that at some point truth has to mean something. We can't just keep saying stuff off the wall. Truth has to mean yeah. something in order for us to have a, a civilized conversation.
7: Right, yeah. Yeah, Rambo's right about one thing, Trump's in a class by himself. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you know, Good point. Uh, when, when you're talking about trade, um, People don't realize that we need trade because we can't—we can't just extract all the precious metals that we need from our country because we'll be, we would be in the, completely destroy our environment if we did. So, this is one of the reasons that we need trade, and the things that Donald Trump, because I'm always into the environment, and right? I research a lot of these things, and the things that Donald Trump has done to the environment since he's been president for only one year is absolutely astounding. I mean, yep. he's done, he has a tech environment so bad, he's exposing our waters, our wildlife land, all this toxic pollution, I mean, he, he, he just... Um, did you hear the, the, the thing about Bear um, Bear Ears National Park? What he did there? Yep, that, that is astounding. That's just about the largest attack on our environment in in our history. I mean, this is two million acres of federal land, and he he just opened it up for production of coal, oil, gas, and, and uranium. And this has been protected, and uh, President Clinton and President Obama have passed laws to protect this area from just that somebody doing that now he's 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 revoking all that, and he's going in there he's in, he's letting him he's going to let them drill he, and 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 he he is willing. I mean, the list is
2: endless. I, I mean, I... I yeah, this stuff. His his reasoning is so crazy. The reason why he's attacking bare ears is because he thinks there may be valuable oil or other resources under the ground there, and he feels that the size of the park uh, was, was too big. So he's going to reduce the size of the park that's protected uh, by about 85%. So it'll only be 15% of the park that's left. But not He's not able or agile mentally enough to understand that what makes the park what it is is not just the particular uh, uh, Native American artifacts that may be in a particular place in the park. It's the entire ecology of the park that makes it what it is, that, is, I, that supports all of the wildlife that still exists you know, on the park. Mm-hmm that supports mm-hmm. the water, uh, supports the fish and fishing, you know, and so mm-hmm. on. It's all of that goes together, and he mm-hmm. doesn't grasp any of that. He only mm-hmm. sees the superficial. He never sees substance because he's an unread, unwilling-to-read individual who should not be in a leadership position of any kind.
7: All he cares about I'm telling you, everything he does, I mean, nine out of you know, nine out of 12 members of the National Park System Board, it, it, they already resigned because he just can't take it anymore. Right. But, but, I mean, this, I got a whole list of stuff that this guy has done to the environment, and I can only have time to talk about all of it. I mean, he even, he even wants to go drill in an in in Arctic National Wildlife Reserve right. in Atlanta. Jesus, he wants just to destroy everything. I'm afraid that he might start drilling in the Great Lakes or some, or some crazy thing like that. He.
4: I'm
2: certain. If he thought he could get away with the only thing that stops him from drilling in the Great Lakes is that Canada would probably go to war with the United States over that. Right. Canada has fought tooth and nail to protect the Great Lakes from their side of the lakes, yeah. and they argue the position that whatever you do on the American side affects us on the Canadian side, and so right. that's where you're going to get you know, most of the pushback. Fortunately and, and for us, states like New York State and Michigan have been joining Canada in fighting for the Great Lakes Basin. Hopefully that right. will continue.
7: Here's, here's the bottom line. I've said this before many times. That Trump's vision is for him and his rich friends to become richer, make the inequality so bad in America that the, the working people don't have a chance. He wants to be like a king.
3: Yep. That, that's what he
7: has in his mind. Yep. He's willing to destroy anything he touches if, for for profit. So he he gets more, and his rich friends get get more because everything he's done for the last year that is his goal.
2: Yep,
4: that is so, his goal.
2: Jerry, I got to run. I got to get one more call in before I get. To, do you want, Okay, we're gonna take our break first. And that'll, yeah, that'll give it a little more, a little more time on this third segment. So, if you all stick with us, uh, Ron and John, we will see. And I think I see, I see a broken line there. I don't know what that means. Okay. We will see you next of the break here. Think again. Think again.
5: Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call 332 3773. That's 332 3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332 3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of
1: Erie County. Derby and Preakness winner Justify races for Triple Crown Glory on Saturday, June 9th. Advance wagering on Friday, June 8th. Visit WesternOTB.com for the location nearest you or watch the Belmont at the Batavia Downs Belmont Party in the clubhouse or the Bourbon Fest in the paddock room. While here, discover why Batavia Downs Gaming and Hotel is the area's premier entertainment destination. Located just off Thruway Exit 48, Batavia. Two of the biggest pop stars today Together on one stage 2018 Grammy Best New Artist Alessia Cara And the most listened to female artist of 2018 British sensation Dua Lipa Asiakara and Dua Lipa together Thursday night, June 21st, Canal Side for Kiss the Summer Hello. Tickets at kiss985.com. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN 1520.
2: Although I got to tell you, in the United States, I don't think there's a welcoming Mac at the door for, for a lot of people that try to get to the United States. Uh, just a question. I'm going to maybe see if I can get uh, uh, Ron to respond to this. Maybe John and Lockport can, can respond to this uh, question, which is if a person comes to the United States, comes to a port of entry, have they have whatever papers their country allows a person to have, they're on the run from gangs or political, you know, persecution. How does that make them an illegal, undocumented alien uh, in the United States? I thought that our borders allowed people to come and apply for asylum if they came to a port of, a port of entry. So <laughs> Donald Trump's people are arresting people. Jeff Sessions is arresting people that come to the port of entry and takes their children away from them. <laughs> All right, so let me grab. Uh, is it John first in Lockport? Yeah, let me grab John first, and we'll grab, grab Ron. John, how are you doing out there?
0: Hi, Nathan. Uh, you know, you were talking about the uh, uh, Justice Department failing to enforce laws that they're uh, sworn to enforce. Mm-hmm. We've got we've got three guys in in Erie County who do the same thing. The sheriff refuses to enforce the Safe Act because he doesn't yep. like it.
4: Absolutely. The, uh,
0: uh, Mickey kearns refor- refuses to uh, uh, issue uh, licenses to uh, uh, illegal aliens or yep. or, or uh, i, I don 't know if it 's illegal aliens
2: but, undocumented and, people whatever they call them right?
0: undocumented people yeah. right and um, Mihailu, god i don 't know what he i don 't know what he does but he's all three of them were in a pic- picture in a newspaper one day, they were all refusing to to do what they were sworn to do. That's, mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand how people can do that. If you if you swear to take, in, if you're sworn into an office like that, you're supposed to to uh, enforce the
2: the laws that are on you the You know, bus. you know this began. I, I forgot the lady's name. I think she was in Tennessee. She was a um, a person that was. Um, I think she was a city clerk in 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 a town, and uh, she refused to issue marriage licenses. To same-sex couples even though in her state the Supreme Court in her state said that it was legal for uh, you to uh, marry same-sex people and so once they said that was the, the the case you were then responsible you were required by law as long as people provided whatever ID and uh, payment was required for the marriage license you were required to, to issue the parents uh, the, the marriage license she refused to do so and she got a lot of support, you know, around this country for doing something that is lawless and illegal. Uh, She ultimately lost her her seat. It was an elected uh, seat. She ultimately lost her seat. But the ideation of doing that has been given a foot, a footing in the United States so that there are other people doing the same thing. This can only cause chaos in this country. If you have the people that are responsible for implementing the institutions of the government who refuse to do what the institutions of the government are created to do, how can you possibly have any kind of order, any kind of uh, control uh, and direction in the society that you live in?
0: And, and these three guys here keep getting reelected, though. I mean, they, they don't suffer any consequences. Right.
2: That's so. the reason the other why thing, this occurs. I
0: right. mentioned was uh, now, now it's finally happening. Uh, there, uh, Trump is going after pre existing conditions. Yep. He's going to try to, uh, to uh, bring them back. Uh, I just heard this the other day. I don't know if he's done it yet, but uh, he, uh, he was talking about that. And, you know, in, in reality, uh, the only way to reduce uh, uh, costs for health care is to eliminate the uh, the most serious cases. And if you can eliminate the most serious cases, you can bring the, the cost of uh, health care down. I think that's what he's trying to do.
2: Right, to but career. it doesn't bring the cost of health care down. It, it may bring the cost of... Individual insurance, insurance
0: down, right? That's, that's but what it, I mean, but, I, but I the cost is still borne do. by I, everybody, right? Yeah, I think I think that's what he's trying to do. I think he's trying to say, "Hey, I reduced uh, individual insurance uh, uh, prices, uh, but of course, the uh, the uh, people with the, with uh, extreme conditions are thrown on the on the the pyre, uh, uh,
2: on like the death bus. panels, right? Right? Yeah. It's like the death panels. You know, these are right. <laughs> he yeah. he he just picks. You know, who he wants to die. And if right. you're in the population groups that he doesn't like, you, you just go ahead and die. If you're in the population you, you groups that he though, likes, he's for you.
0: Can you imagine if he, he brings that back again, though? I mean, that's got to be extremely unpopular to the American public.
2: It even is. People
0: that are healthy, even this, healthy people got to think, hey, you know, I'm one, I'm one uh, in- accident away from being on that list yep. of uh, pre existing yep. conditions.
2: This is likely to be a critical issue this year. I think I don't know if you recall, you know, during the first year of the Trump administration when he was campaigning to deliver on his campaign promise to destroy the Affordable Care Act. You saw these people coming to these town hall meetings right, trying right. to explain to this man that if it were not for the Affordable Care Act, the one of the women I'm thinking about, she said she'd be dead. She had her husband sitting next to her in a wheelchair. She pointed to him and said, "He'd be dead if it wasn't for the Affordable Care Act." She didn't right. call it Obamacare because, you know, she's from that community of people that right. you know you didn't want to recognize. Way to make,
4: <laughs>
0: the, the only way to make it work to 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 keep keep uh, uh, drug for I'm sorry, uh, insurance prices down mm-hmm. is to enforce the uh, the rule that he eliminated, which was to make everybody
4: Right, the mandatory, pay for right. The only
0: right. way to do it it's it's you know it you, you do it it's either do it one way or the other it, and he's doing it he's going to bring the, the price of uh, uh, uh health insurance down uh by eliminating uh by bringing back pre-existing conditions
2: and of course either all he's, he's going, to is, is going to do is it's going to increase just continue to as you've seen increase the price of health insurance and just not insure a lot more people that otherwise would have been insured
0: there's going to be a lot of people without insurance Yep.
2: Got to run. All right, thanks, man. I appreciate you, John. Let's grab Ron and Cheetah Walker, and then we'll get other John from Buffalo. Ron, how are you doing?
8: All right. Uh, yeah. Well, at least my Yankees are winning thirty-two and nine <laughs> in the last forty-one games. but you gotta love it. Washington. You
2: gotta love it. I didn't think they were going to be as good as they turned out to be.
8: Yeah, but they need pitching, but anyway. <laughs> um, but you know these these Trump supporters, as his behavior becomes more bizarre, their their convoluted logic for it becomes more. More, more, almost laughable. I mean, I swear, somebody like Rambo, if if Trump came over and murdered his family, he'd still he'd figure figure out he'd blame figure a way to blame it on Obama. Really would, or somebody. Anyway, <laughs> but... Uh,
2: he blames uh, Obama for everything.
8: I know. <laughs> Obama did this, and Obama... Did, the, Obama violated the rule of... I used to hear him, and Obama's yep. violating the rule of law. He's yep. a tyrant. He's, a, he's, he's an Islamic conspirator. He's a chief advisor There is an Islamic conspirator, all this type of thing. But uh, apparently Trump can... Vi- Trump is just... He can do no wrong. He can do no wrong. Um, okay, yeah. What they're doing at this... What Jerry is just talking... Was it Jerry? that's just talking yep. about... Oh, John. Yep. Uh, they're talking about... Uh, they're simply allowing these Texas and these other states, these Republican radical right wingers, to go to the court, and now they they can't complain about the individual mandate now mm-hmm. now because that was already ruled on. They've already got rid of it anyway. But uh, now they're going after pre-existing conditions. This is just another. And I I, I want to hear they never answer the question. Rambo, Jim, John, of Rochester. Trump said he would not. He could come up with a health care system that would cover everybody Beautiful. and would, uh, and would uh, be cheaper and it would replace the uh, Obama program. Okay, and he said one thing he would absolutely not do, he said this in 2017 during the debate, mm-hmm. he said he would not... He would veto a bill that did not include pre-existing conditions right. so what are they doing now he's essentially siding with texas and louisiana and arizona all these states that are suing that want to get rid of the pre-existing another broken promise by trump uh, that he made both during the campaign and last year, just like he said he wouldn't touch Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid, yep. and he's cut. He's proposed massive cuts in all of them. Yep. I want to hear them. I want to hear the Trump supporters. Of, I don't know if John or Rochester's on there. I want to him defend that. Well,
2: I John, hear him defend John's that. on the line, so we'll let okay, him defend that. I want
8: to hear, def- <laughs> hear him defend all these broken promises. He can do all this stuff, and he's not going to hurt anybody. And pre existing conditions, and I Okay, now one other thing here. It's that political season, and it seems to happen in the second year of when the Republicans control things. In 82 for Reagan, '80 and uh, uh, 202 for uh, uh, W, and now here. Social Security is going bankrupt. It, we've got to make massive cuts. It's horrible, it's terrible, it's a Ponzi scheme, it's rotten, it's blah, 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 blah. Same type of thing we've been hearing since really, I don't know, since 1938. Mm-hmm. But now they're talking about, you know, uh, uh, it's going to go bankrupt two years earlier. Now. And again, nobody, they, they assuming the actuarial stuff, they say, is correct, I believe it will start losing money by 2034 and wouldn't actually run out of money till like uh, till like 2041 or something. Mm-hmm. But even, uh, they never give the reason for this, which, of course, is Friedmanite economics. You've suppressed wages. Yep. Wages haven't come up, and it was near with inflation. Social Security was... Uh, built on the idea that wage earners would be getting a fair wage. We wouldn't have this race to the bottom. And we also have because
2: you, you put a cap on the wages that you uh, yeah. uh, do the, the, the FICA tax on. Right. If, if you just put that FICA tax on all wages, period, and yeah. add in interest and dividend earnings, yeah. I guarantee you you would not only be uh, uh, out of uh, potential uh, 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 uh A shortfall, you'd have surpluses year in and year out going out centuries.
8: Well, it's even more than that. All those twenty-five dollar an hour jobs that are replaced by the ten dollar an hour jobs, people. Even if you kept the, the cap at ninety-nine thousand dollars, where you can't pay any more, uh, you know, even you would still have much more money coming. But this is a direct result of trickle down economics not mm-hmm. trickling down. Right. <laughs> so, right. And, so, and their solution is, oh well, we just got to cut. We don't. We can't. We all accept as an article of faith that the top one percent got to get massive tax uh, cuts every few years. They're the job so producers. Gonna right. We're just going to destroy the government, any program for middle-class and poor people. And and, and what with, with the scary part about this is he seems to be rising in the polls over this time. Right. Uh, and, and, uh-huh. and I think the Democrats are making a mistake by concentrating on Trump, the personality. They're not bringing out these issues enough in right. the uh, in this campaign here. I keep hearing them talking about Stormy Daniels or talking about Trump lies. So that's true, but that's not the meat and potatoes issues that people are going to uh, have to deal with. People so-
2: feel like because they got, a, like I said, an average of $131 uh, a month in their take-home pay, that means that a lot of people felt something. They got something in their pockets. Getting $30 right. in your pocket every week is uh, extra money is tangible you can feel well, that
8: right? but of course all of that's already ate up by the fact that the, that in an era when he has increased the uh uh drillable land by 50 percent in a little mm-hmm. over a year futures for oil uh, stocks are going through the roof. I e the price of oil is going nuts. Yeah. So there's your there's your thirty bucks a week. Result. I mean, I'm, well, I am
2: people was don't to, see they don't see that. They they see I, I know, the actual thirty bucks.
8: I'll <laughs> uh, figure a way to blame it on John and Rochester. I'm sure blame <laughs> it on Obama. Two thirty nine <laughs> a gallon when Obama left office. What is it now? Three oh six.
2: Three oh six. I mean, some places like you might get it for 2, uh, two, two, two dollars and ninety six cents. Yeah, okay, right. It's
8: way up. It's up by yeah. what nine. 12, 13 percent, whatever yep. already, whatever yep. it comes out to. So, I mean, it just, this, yep. yeah, I know. And and uh, this this is just crazy. Uh, yep. I just cannot believe that people don't see that.
2: Yep. Ron, Ron I got to run. I got to get to it. Uh, we got two more calls in this uh, this break. Thanks, Ron. Let me grab other John in Buffalo first, and we'll grab John in Rochester. Other John, how are you doing?
9: Pretty well. Thanks, Nathan. All right. Um, a couple of quick points. Sure. You, how clerk you're thinking of is in Kentucky, your name was Kim Davis.
2: Kentucky. Close, Tennessee was close. Okay. Oh, Kim sure, Davis, that's the name.
9: Yep. That's about it. And and the level of ignorance displayed by right-wing nutjobs is truly staggering. Mm. Uh, the Russians constantly probe U.S. Uh, air defenses and, yep. and have, have been doing so for 50 years. Yep. And the Air Force goes up and chases, chases them away routinely. Right. It's not a big deal.
2: That's not a Donald Trump thing. That's been no. always the thing, right?
9: It, it, absolutely not. Right. Uh, but what what was of interest was the fact that uh, the indictments that Mueller had for uh, two guys, the additional ones for Manafort mm-hmm. and uh, Constantine uh, Klimov, right? Okay, and there are two names that you want to keep track of: Constantine Kalimnik, who was a GRU asset, and working with Manafort, who was running Trump's campaign. That that is the That is a link right there to the Russian. That's not a uh, collusion. It becomes conspiracy. Yep. Uh, And also, Dominic Souter is another name you want to keep Mm. track. Uh, What
2: was his his situation?
9: He he, he is uh, one of the people that uh, Donald Trump doesn't know, but was in business with for a a decade. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Dirty player, but the, you'll have to read up about. Is that he down. the
2: guy he was working with, Michael Cohen? Uh, at at some point. Like a facilitator was, or something for the things that Michael Cohen was doing.
9: Well, yeah, he he had an office in Trump Tower and right. he was working with uh with the Trump organization. We'll put it like that. Yeah. But uh, I I think what the, what Mueller is going to be able to do is tie uh, Manafort up into a nice little bow, and at that point uh, Manafort will flip.
2: He doesn't flip. He's going to be a seventy-year-old man going to jail. Oh,
9: yeah, yeah! It's a life sentence for him. There's yep. no question about that. Yeah. Yep. But I think I think he will flip, and I think that that's the bright side we're seeing. But anyway, that's my two cents for this week.
2: All right. Thanks, John. Great great information. Let's grab yeah. Let's grab John in Rochester real quick. Ron, I, I mean John, how are you doing out there?
10: Hey Nathan, I'm doing doing great. I'm Excellent. doing great. But, you know, I, I gotta say. Uh, Trump administration, I got a charge at a Rambo gym. Uh, Trump is entertaining, but he's also very effective. A lot of his programs have been very successful, including the tax cut bill, his policy on immigration, uh, uh, deregulating the EPA to a certain extent. Remember, 92% of the United States is undeveloped. We have unbelievable land masses, unbelievable resources. Trump is unleashing that, and uh, <laughs> we're on our way. That's all so, I can say about it. So, so about we're going to be on
2: our way to, to the uh, BP oil spill in the Gulf of uh, of Mexico, we're we're on our way to that kind of way because that's what's but, really but going that, on here.
10: But that has been pretty well remedied right now, naturally and by no. It natural. has
2: not been, John. John, please. I know that that's what they say on Fox News and so on. That is patently well, what the un. New
10: York Times
3: that says. is not
2: true. Says. That is not true. I will go and pull the resources I, I, for you. There are pools of oil all over the uh, uh, below uh, 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 sea level flora. Where oil is trapped has not been moved. There are still animals that are being caught up in 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 the oil. There are so many places along the coast that are unlivable well, for you know, uh, for wildlife. Well, what you are saying is that's not
6: that, information, that's but not true.
2: But I, about, I would ask everybody story. don't don't take my word for it. Just go online.
10: I, and, I, I and, I've been down to the uh, Panhandle. I've been down to Alabama. I've been down to. Uh, the uh, west coast of Florida,
2: and so uh, the these other people that the, are giving you reports that are showing you that you still be, have—it's
10: been remedied naturally and by man. I'm telling that, you right
2: now. Well, I, I'm saying people go on, go online, and ask about the ecological uh, damage that still exists in the Gulf of Mexico due to uh, yeah, the to,
10: you pull, pull the, yeah, the left wing uh,
2: the left wing uh, sites. Yeah. Why, why does it always have to be left? If you go online and you type in that that search query. Then uh, have, uh, uh, websites done, are going to come done up. That. I have done that. Well I'm gonna, going, do it, I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it again for you John, and I'm gonna give it to you next week. I'm gonna actually give you chapter first where you go to get the information because what you the said same. there is patently not true.
10: But, but Nathan, don't give it to me, please.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well I mean, we're not gonna just say stuff that's, that, is in, that that is that is easily uh, controverted. So, I'm going to give you that information to everybody, okay? I appreciate you, John. I look forward to talking to you uh, uh, next week as well. So, you know, there are uh, other things that we needed uh, 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 to go through. We won't be able to get to all of these things right now. It is important that we understand that everything that we say has to be supported by actual facts. And that's what we try to do on this program. I appreciate all of what you guys do. I thank thank you.
1: You've been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again
4: next week at this same time for more Think Again.